0: Welcome to the Number 41 Podcast. I am your host, Melissa. Joining me this week and every week is my good friend, Heather, as we bring you everything related to a Dave Matthews band, from shows to touring to set lists and everything in between. So let's just jump right into things and start off on how me and Heather met and found our love for this band. So, Heather, you want to take it off?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we were just talking about this the other day. Um, we were. Because I couldn't remember. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> How did we meet again? Because there's like so many people that I meet through this band that, um, like, I can't remember. Did I meet you on Facebook? Did I actually meet you in person? Right. Um, so I think we figured it out. So it was the Tailgate Caravan uh, 2017, Dave and Tim at the Man. Right, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was, a, that was a good, good time. Um, pre-gaming with the Tailgate Caravan, can't go wrong. It's exactly. always for a good cause. Um, you know, I, I personally fell in love with this band when I was like 16, <laughs> like I was young. I went to my first concert without parents. It was my friend's Sweet 16 birthday, July 19th, 2000, RFK Stadium pouring cats and dogs i will never forget it we were soaked to our core i got served we were also drunk as a skunk (laughs) (laughs) and we were dancing in the rain getting everybody up dancing in the rain and it was just such a good good time um at that point i think i maybe had one dave album like i knew who he was but um it you know I went home, I remember, I think that was like, what, maybe Napster days? Like I went home and just downloaded the whole catalog, whatever oh you know, was, was available <laughs> back then. Uh, right. And in, and then, you know, my real love for the band, though, honestly came later in my life. Um, I went to a couple more shows. I had kids young. So my son was 10 by the time I got back. That was in uh, 2012. And okay. um but in 26, so I, I hit like three shows. 2015 was my next one. So in 2016, I did um, genetic testing and um, I found my birth family because I had been adopted at birth right. and um, my brother and I met and he already had the fire dancer and the rings tattooed on his arm. And um he'd been like I think like 45 shows at the time when I met him and I'm like how do you do 45 shows like you started going in like 2008 or something and I'm like how do you do 45 shows like I don't understand right (laughs) (laughs) and like you know I um I started talking to him about it and he's like yeah you know I, I did like 15 one year and and it's always a different show it's never the same thing and um you know that really got me into it. So that year we did like six together. My mom's been, we went to the gorge, my aunt's been. Um, this year in Bristow, I will um, be having my aunt, sorry, no, sorry, my uncle, my mom, three of my cousins, my brother and I will be in the pit together with one of his buddies, an old roommate of his. Um, and it's just a family affair for us now. So, um, you know, that's why I think the passion Uh, crept in with regards to
0: this band. Right, right. And I know, like, with me, I was a late bloomer with it. I went to my first show in 2008. I was fortunate enough to see one of the very last shows with Leroy in it, obviously. I didn't know who Dave Matthews was. I never heard a single song. I was dragged to a show by friends. Literally, there was an extra lawn ticket. After... Convincing enough, I went, no idea what I was in for. And it was the start of Don't Drink the Water. It was the opener actually at a Camden show that I found my calling in life to follow this band. And it's just been an amazing experience. I have met so many people along the way, made so many amazing friends. And it's just been, it's been a really dream come true to fall in love with this band, especially every time I go to a show. I feel like I fall in love all
2: over again. Real quick, ladies, so sorry to jump in on your show. Um, the comments aren't coming in on Melissa's side. Uh, Heather, nothing from you yet. I want to direct everybody to the YouTube channel. Go on their YouTube if you want to view the show as well, the Unity Podcast Network. I'll put it in comments. You will be able to comment through there, and I can see your, see your comment and put them on screen. Um, doug fell did mention he's here but his comment didn't come through because i checked the facebook but so we're, um, we'll direct everybody towards the youtube channel from melissa and heather's side um that way we could see the comments thank you ladies good job so far awesome thank Frank. frank. thank thank you frank that's our
1: producer frank the Tank. yes
2: thank good you frank. To the
1: unity uh <laughs> podcast network for giving us a chance to share our passion and connect with the fans um i mean i think that's really what this band has really been about uh, their whole their whole life 30 plus years now so um, I think now we're gonna go into uh, the first quarter of the tour I mean we're we're at the point now we're at the first quarter mark first quarter Mm -hmm. is over and um, you know tour opener Austin you know I'm from I live in Texas now so Um, I was supposed to do the Texas three-step this year. Unfortunately, my dog had other plans. So um, we found out that he does not like to be left alone in the hotel and he will not shut up when you leave him. So um, I ended up scrapping. um, Also, I had a sick boyfriend at the time too. So it just turned out, you know, we needed to make the best of what's around. We went to the beach with the dog and, and then went home. So I did make Austin though. And I am so happy that I made Austin because that opener uh was just warehouse was a I, warehouse opener
0: it was yeah phenomenal
1: well i streamed it from shotgun? home i mean shotgun like really <laughs> like, shotgun um so my brother just so y'all know has been chasing shotgun for years so of course i sent him the text message <laughs> i got shotgun again because i'm the only one that you know I've, i have it twice now but uh but yeah austin was Austin was an amazing time. I actually didn't even get into the venue um, because of dealing with all the stuff with my dog and my boyfriend. I, I came in on the, You and Me. Uh, I think that was like the third song in the set list. Right. Um, and I was actually back in Section 218 and through some friends of mine, I got really lucky, had an extra pit, and they found out that my boyfriend was sick and at home in the, in the hotel. And and they were like, well, it's just you. I got one pit. Come on. so I got to spend... That show, you know, I literally went from the top to the to the front of the line. So that, that was great. It was an amazing experience to be in the pit in Austin at the Moody Center. Um, if I had one thing to say about that Moody Center, though, and I know some of y'all will feel me on this. I am a handicapped person. I um, have rheumatoid arthritis. By the time I'm done dancing at the end of the show, I can barely move. And the handicapped access at Moody Center, I know it's brand new. I'm hoping that they'll fix it. I know a couple people have actually... Um, sent in emails and things to complain I literally had to walk the entire concourse because nobody could tell me where an elevator was for me to get back up off the floor I walked all the way back and then I walked all the way forward and it was a lot of walking after I've you know danced my heart out at a show what little dancing I can do anymore but um you know that that was a that was amazing break free break for it shotgun I mean what more can you ask for for an opener
0: All three that I've been chasing for a very long time. and Should have been there. (laughs) I pray. (laughs) I pray I get them when I get my round of shows this summer. But I mean, really, honestly, it it just shows you never miss a tour opener. Like we did Raleigh last year and I finally got a 41 opener last year. So, you know, it just shows you never miss an opener.
1: That was so. a great show coming back off of COVID. I mean, that was phenomenal. I mean, then we had the Woodlands, um, right. Dreaming tree. I mean, what else I, I was so like, I've been chasing dreaming tree. So my brother was like, now, you know how I feel. Cause I missed it. And I was literally, I was there. I was with tickets mm-hmm. in hand. I literally pulled up to the venue when the hotel called me and I just started bawling. I was like, I'm done. Like I'm cashed out. I sold my tickets to Dallas and I just, went on my way with my dog and went home. We have now learned we have to pay the money for the dog sitter when we want to go to Dave. So, you know, we (laughs) figured it out. (laughs) It's definitely worth the the extra money. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Tiffy. (laughs)
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
1: So so Dallas, Dallas was was a lot of repeats.
0: It was. It was definitely a lot of repeats. Uh, But
1: you know what I have to say about that? I mean, if you count, oh, by the way, technically, I got the private show in Austin. So we found it, we were walking for a uh, friend's place. They were staying near that, uh, you know, performing arts center and we saw the stage set up and we were like, that stage looks really familiar. <laughs> and then we saw the roadie crew and we saw all the uh, boxes that said DMV. So we actually, you know, Uh, i saw some fans paid security guards to get inside we weren't we weren't feeling that (laughs) lucky they actually they got kicked out dave was like him right there he's got to go like they knew they knew because they didn't have a name tag on or something um but we found a parking garage that had a direct view into the venue so it was really cool it was a really great experience so you Know when you're talking about the woodlands, and and you know, some people were like, Oh, it's a lot of repeats, it, you know, they didn't feel as much energy. That's like show four in a row that they did pretty much, right? Because they did two nights in Austin because they had the surprise show, and then they did, um, you know, the woodlands, and then they did Dallas. So at that point, I just Correct. think they were tired.
0: <laughs> I just want to say, Oh, hey, Tiffany, oh, my friend Megan's joining us. Hey, Megan, thank hey, you Megan. for watching us. Hey.
1: That was a one-song encore too in Dallas, which was interesting. It, I, it haven't, was.
0: I, would, I haven't seen that in a while. We haven't had a one-song encore in a while. Yeah, kind of, kind of weird, kind of weird. Uh, then we have what was next? It Brandon. Was Brandon Mississippi, Mississippi in the house. Mississippi, thanks you corrected me on that one the <laughs> other night when we were chatting about this. Uh, yeah, I mean a C cup opener. Who doesn't love a C cup opener? I always enjoy a C cup opener. You know, two step. Two step, two step, two step, two step. Because we only seen two step very briefly last tour.
1: Step aween, I got step aween twice last tour. Because I did. You did Denver and MSG, right? Yeah.
0: Right. Yep. So, and that's right. Because you got it night one, and yep. at Madison yeah, you guys came Square Garden. Two. Correct. Uh, correct. And. But yeah, so it's nice to see Two-Step is making its comeback really big time. Oh, and
1: speaking of Madison Square Garden, and (laughs) I really thought we were going to see Stolen Away back then,
0: Mm -hmm. but we actually
1: didn't get that until Huntsville, Alabama.
0: Correct, correct. (laughs) So
1: Stolen Away made that appearance. I don't know why they didn't do it in Madison Square Garden. Um, It would have made sense, but you know, whatever. Maybe Buddy didn't learn that one yet.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm starting to think. I think Buddy is like learning all the songs as we go through tours. Yeah, and I think that's totally. why we're getting all the more older stuff we wouldn't expect. Exactly. 20 Tiffany minutes. Tw- seek Up. <laughs> Tiffany said 20 minutes. Seek Up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I will never get old of the intro of Seek Up live ever. Yeah. Ever. That's a great like, one. Exactly. Yep. Hoping for Pooh Step at Bristow. I agree, Tiffany. I hope that Heather gets it at Bristow as well. I'm sad I'm not joining Bristow this year, but, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm excited for Bristow. But let's see. Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, North Carolina would have been next. Uh, um, yeah. That one, that was, a was that a, Fr- yeah, that was a Friday night show. So that was on Sirius XM. I was just, actually, I was just listening to one of those songs.
0: Right. And that's where we finally got a snippet of Time Bomb intro in the two-step and then got a full time bomb in encore
1: i didn't see that coming
0: none of us did
1: they teased us they teased us that was all you were gonna get and you know but they, miss they brought you too, it out Tiffany. and they they dropped wait didn't they drop something though the original they set list. They dropped, they shotgun. dropped shotgun. Yeah. Because I remember I was teasing my brother. I was like, Ooh, that's not good if they're dropping shotgun already.
0: <laughs> right. Um, right. And then
1: let's see. So Atlanta, Georgia, always a hot, hot show. Hot Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I know my friend Ansley hates when I say that, but it is Hot Atlanta. You just pour, pour sweat. Like they have the Gatorade containers, right? at the pit line, like right at the rail for you to Mm -hmm. like keep hydrated because they don't want people passing out, which is the smartest thing I've ever seen. And they should do that at every venue. For sure, I
0: agree. I mean, look what happened to me (laughs) in Virginia Beach last summer in the pit. (laughs) This
1: girl ends up in the ambulance. (laughs) I thought she was going to go down right next to me. We're on rail, buddy side. I'm just, you know, vibing with buddy. And I just see her like, I was like, oh, God.
0: (laughs) I went down.
1: (laughs) But she was all right. She got some air conditioning, some water. That is a great reminder, folks. Water, water, water. I know you want to drink. I know you want to smoke. I know you want to have a good time. And I'm all about it. But I carry my water jug. I will like hydrate all freaking day long. And I have yet to pass out. But that day, that day was rough. That was like what was, six a.m. pit line. We were no, eight a.m. We were we were an oh, eight a.m. Yeah, pit line. Somebody else was there at six a.m. And I was like, "Y'all are crazy."
0: Or was I that you? That was right. It was uh no Nick uh yeah yep that's who it was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Atlanta, Georgia, Dreaming Tree, another two step. I mean that that was that was a great show. Another time bomb encore. I I, w- I would love to see a time bomb encore.
0: Now I, I really would. Now, how do you feel about Proudest monkey? What are your thoughts because I, I i see it pop up once in you know once in a while on these set lists
1: i like it better than shake me like a monkey
0: Ooh, Justin, sorry justin <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i'm with him on that like i'm not a fan of shake me like a monkey but i All i right. do kind of like proudest monkey it's 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 one of those ones like take it or leave it you know i've heard it a few times it's always good they do a great job but i'm not like it's not a pee break song but
0: it's definitely a t- it's a leave it for me. I'm not a big Proudest Monkey fan. You know what it is? I haven't heard it live enough. Right. Tiffany agrees, not a fan of Proudest Monkey either. So it's just a- that.
2: Just- now, you are know, I got to jump in on this part because Proudest Monkey is actually one of my favorite songs. <laughs> some, of the, some of the lyrics to that song, especially at the second verse, um, yeah. do you want the simple life? You know, it's just. It, 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 you know, some people it's gonna touch, some people it's not, but uh yeah, that was, that was like a good guns. Like all point the music. Well, right. Yeah,
1: right. Some people some right. people love satellite and I do not. I am not one of those people. But I will sit no, there they don't. and keep breaking. But yeah, I like think I'll driving a driving in people... the car and Satellite comes on and I'm like, damn, where's the restroom at? I got to pee.
0: <laughs> you said that today in our group chat. Like... I'm not even <laughs>
1: lying. It came on and I was like, shit, how long till I, can... I get to the next rest stop?
0: <laughs> it's literally like that will always be my pee break song. It's just, yes, you know, I can, I can live without outside. And then,
1: so so my, my brother and I, it's Satellite and Samurai Cop. And God, if we get them back to back, man, it's pee break, posters drinks like yep. we won't be back for a while
0: <laughs> agree i am not a samurai cop fan sorry for anybody who is i it's just... a beautiful song
1: it but is... when you went to like 11 shows in 2018 and you got it every single show even the double nights i'm over it at uh-huh. that point like i'm Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. it's beautiful it's great you know if you haven't seen it and you you love it I, I feel you it has some beautiful connotations and meanings behind it but for me i'm over it at this point but, right, you know, I, right. I'm lucky. I'm a lucky one. I get I go to a couple of shows every year. I know there's not a lot of people that do that. Some people still just do the one because of finances and whatever the case may be. And they love to hear whatever it is that they get. So I am I am not a set list bitcher, okay? I want to <laughs> no, put that out there now. Agree. I don't bitch about the set list. I'm just happy to be there. But there are songs that I like better than others.
0: Right, right. And there's some and, that I can live without.
1: It could have been West Palm Beach.
0: So it, right. And and let's talk about Tampa real quick before we hop over to the next topic. We get a 41 opener again. Finally, I mean it's my that's my song. I have that tattooed on me. I have the number 41 tattoo. And and then we got dreaming tree again. I mean, I'm yeah. really hoping like this is the start of a rotation of dreaming tree, not obviously every show. But we're going to see it. I'll and take all. a
1: couple of them. Yeah, exactly. I'll take a couple of them. Heck yeah, exactly. I haven't seen it at all. So I, that Dreaming Tree was kind of back when I had my hiatus there for a while when I had my kids. Right. So
0: um, and break that's free. what I, I, I have agree. been
1: chasing. Yeah, and Break Free is and, definitely a good break one. Break
0: Free is definitely a good one to chase. I, <laughs> I mean, I got my SPAC weekend. That is my first set of shows. Oh, you're going to get it yeah I, you're
1: gonna you've got you've got spack and camden which are both double shows i mean correct. i'd be shocked if you didn't get it at one of those weekends exactly
0: exactly right so but let's see next top but then we, we got, got west
1: palm beach
0: right west palm beach so so wanna... uh, this is
1: what i mean about you know you can bitch about the set list but then the reality is like you know just be happy they're playing because it could have been west palm beach um who was it uh jimmy walker right jimmy walker exactly and then the show gets canceled like i felt for him i wanted to cry for the man i was like dude i felt for everybody
0: now we (laughs) we knew so many people that traveled down for west palm beach weekend to find what three four hours before the show it was scratched because of a positive test for COVID in the band.
1: Yeah. So, and, you know, and, and to, to the band, obviously they're back on now. So, you know, they're, they're, they, they're healthy now. So thank God. But, right. um, you know, I definitely felt for everybody. I am super excited that everybody made the best of what's around though. I, the exactly. pictures of the, the hanging out, you know, there were a couple of different, I saw some people at like a private, um maybe the pool at a hotel or something i, I, think, saw that some josh, in I yeah. think that was a restaurant i think that was josh mean, roberts a lot of he made the best little of groups going on yeah they I were like, all me. making the best of I it mean, that was awesome
0: in florida at a you beach. still Make have the best vacation of us right exactly it'd be different if you were stuck in the middle of some state in the middle of the midwest somewhere with nothing right. to do right. you know <laughs> i know
1: people that never get to go on vacation because they just can't afford it so just be happy that you could afford to go on vacation that's how i feel These even if Dave didn't happen
0: You made the best of what's
1: around and you had a good time
0: these shows are definitely like our vacations in a sense so yeah oh
1: i i plan my family my family vacation this year is the gorge like i literally we went to denver last year because my brother just moved last year to denver and my mom was like what are we gonna do for vacation next year and i was like the gorge (laughs) and my brother had booked the the airbnb in like 20 minutes he was like yep we're down <laughs> so um but yeah west palm beach is rescheduled um august 20th 21st those tickets are all going to be um honored and you had 14 days what do we say june 16th right so T- from to june, ask 3rd for a to june refund. 6
0: correct june 16th yeah. would be your final cutoff date to get a refund if you can't so don't make travel forget, arrangements again correct don't forget
1: correct. june 16th you got the get information
0: All the information should be on the uh, band's website, too. And I believe it's posted up on the warehouse as well.
1: Yeah. Yep. Definitely. And then they came back strong for Charleston, though. Like, I I didn't even think anybody even sick. Maybe they just wanted a break. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Like, night one. And I even said this to you. Night one blew me away so much that what the hell are they bringing night two? And they brought the romantic, like, you know, they still brought it, obviously. They always put on a good show. But it wasn't really my thing. Night One had everything that you could ask for, in my opinion.
0: Right. I mean, Night One, you got your favorite P&P and the Rapunzel opener? Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't see that ever happening. So that was pretty amazing. And I immediately the only tell thing- you.
1: The only thing that would have made it better is if the lovely ladies had actually been there because I love the lovely ladies. But you know what, um, I, I still like, I feel like they're there in spirit with Buddy's voice because Buddy's voice, when he started singing in 2018, I was like, where the lovely ladies at? Oh my God, that's Buddy.
0: <laughs> it's like he that has- voice
1: is the voice of an angel.
0: It's like he's like a whole church. Like he is the entire church choir. Take me to church, please. Soprano, <laughs> <Severino, laughs> alto, the whole thing. Hey, Doug. Thank you for joining That's us. So,
1: nice. shotgun came back night one. PMP Rapunzel opener, and night two was easy. It seemed more laid back. You know, um, a little bit more on the slow side of things, in my opinion. You know, it was just with the song choices, but it was still good. I mean, it was still a
0: great show. Right, I mean, I like the you might die trying opener. It's definitely yeah. a call. Yeah, I mean, it that was, was definitely a smoother night, as far as sounding it was relaxed. like.
1: It was like some smooth jazz. Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
2: Girls, I want to ask you a question. What is your opinion on Madman's Eyes? Because I, I love, love that it. song.
0: I love, I love it. Love, love it.
1: it. It's got. Well it gives me the vibe of like. Some other songs mixed in together. And um, I forget which one it was. I was saying the other day.
0: Uh, God, hey, Lori, thanks like. for joining us. Hey,
1: hey, Lori. Yeah, but Madman's Eyes. That's definitely. I think it's a keeper. It definitely gets me moving. Like it's that's good. my ju- that's my judge. Like if I can get into it, even if I don't know the lyrics yet. That and I and you know I- I've brought a lot of people to shows that have never been to Dave's show before, and you know they're those people that you meet that are like. Dave Matthews band is still around what like you know you know those people so and I always find that they have a better time when it's those kind of songs that they can really groove to no matter what the words are and I feel the same way even as a fan like I know most of the words to the songs but when a new song comes out it's really about can I groove to this do I feel it you know, am I moving and grooving? And if I am, then I already love the song and,
0: and right. what more
1: can I ask for? Last stop and minarets. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you, I Tiffany. was that's, that's what it.
0: it sounds like to me for Man Man's Eyes is literally is you take last stop and minarets, smash them together. That's yep, the
1: same, yep, minarets. That's so what it was. I was think of it.
0: And yep. it's like it has like a, like that like Moroccan feel to it too. And I love yep. it. Love it. Hopefully, I get to see that live this year, because I know he brought that out late in the tour last year. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: And then, so now we're going to go into a segment um, that we are really, uh, we feel like the band is definitely one of those types of bands that are always teaching us to give and to do more out in our communities and if you give you begin to live. I mean that that's the lyrics right there. Yeah. So, you know, Melissa and I we really wanted to share a couple of nonprofits that we work with. As we progress in the season, we are going to highlight a lot of the nonprofits that the band works with and even some of the fan nonprofits out there. Exactly. Um, like tailgate caravan, so damn lucky crew, um, you know, we're going to we're going to feature them as we continue on. We feel like, you know, for our first episode, actually want to touch base on some that are near and dear to our heart and that we work with um but before i forget so so damn lucky crew actually is going to be in bristow and um they are going around with what is it a hundred i can i can actually
0: right it's uh so so damn lucky crew will have about a 100 care packages to hand out in bristow before the show, and one lucky fan will get a pit upgrade times two. So it said that's right. One lucky person will randomly he handed a bag containing okay. a message saying you want a pit upgrade. So for you'll two. just right for two. For so two you'll people. just just remember though you need a Ticketmaster account to accept the transfer tickets. So it'll be electronic transfer. But how amazing is that? Like so damn lucky crew is amazing. Uh, Jamie is a definitely dear friend of all of ours and she has such a heart of gold and for everybody that's involved with that crew is just amazing special people and I am excited find them on
1: Facebook find them on Facebook because they're doing a lot of raffles this year I know that I personally donated my woodlands poster had a friend that got me the poster in the pin before i realized i wasn't going to go and mm-hmm. it's one of those things where i just don't want to remember that show <laughs> but, right, um, right so they have a Woodlands poster if you are looking for the beautiful armadillo uh what is right. that ben quok yeah so right. um find the so damn lucky crew on facebook find them in bristow and maybe you can get an upgrade into the pit
2: i'll post their social media on uh on our website and throughout um our social media handles
0: oh and awesome. frank actually so we're going to yes. move into the NAMI and I know you have personal experience with that. So I was curious, do you want to chat about uh, NAMI and what it's uh, what it's all about?
2: Oh, well, she's so kind. Um, yeah. Uh, wow. right very, very thoughtful of you. Um, yeah, I, mean, I kind of got hooked up with them through TGC. Um, and then started to just continue to keep doing work with them. So I had got I did some suicide prevention courses with uh, with NAMI to uh, yeah keep keep my abilities to be able to keep going to volunteer for the uh, for the hotline. So yeah, um, they're incredible. Uh, I, I I continue to keep you know building funds and, and donate towards them um, as I always will. And then obviously with TGC, I'll continue to keep doing that as well. But um, but yeah, one of my one of my big favorites. Uh, for sure, but yeah, but great job so far, two girls. But yeah, thanks for letting me uh, mention that.
0: Definitely, definitely, and and like he said, I love uh, NAMI, uh, the work that they do. It's definitely near and dear to my heart. Mental meant that uh, mental illness, is definitely something we all see in today's world, especially with all the mass shootings that are happening right now. And one of the biggest topics is definitely mental illness, and that group is just amazing people they have self-groups online they have all different types of resources and help so if you are feeling down or anything at all reach out to that nami everybody is amazing there and you will definitely get help that you need and i mean i'm experiencing now i lost two people now to suicide it's not something you want to deal with on a daily basis so no for sure
1: Um, And one of the um, uh, nonprofits that I work with and that I hold near and dear to my heart is CASA. That's the Court Appointed Special Advocates. Uh, I work with the San Antonio division. Uh, Basically this is for children that are in foster care and um, those that have been neglected and abused and are in bad situations that have to be removed from the home. And um, basically, what we do is we are assigned to one family's case, and that's it. I work with one family all year long. Um, I do everything from talking to their doctors to their school. I visit with the kids every month, at least once a month, um, take them out and do things together. Um, you know, the CPS system and the Child Protective Services system, it, it's so overwhelmed. These caseworkers, and I, you know, I work very closely with the caseworkers, but I mean, he has like 30 cases. He's up all night long when there's like a runaway issue and there's things that happen overnight. He has to show up and he's a great guy and he does everything he can for these kids, but they're, they're going to burn out. Um, You know, it's really tough for them to manage that many cases and 30 is probably on the low end. They probably have more than that. And these cases last at least a year, if not two. So what we do is uh, the judges appoint us to be their eyes and ears and to learn about the family and what their struggles are, and to see if there are any other family members that we can contact for a home study. Because the goal is always to keep these children with their families. But if it's right. not a safe environment, we do have to, you know, put them into foster care or potentially look at adoption. Um, but you know, what I do is I work with the children, and you know, I make sure that their needs are being met, that they have everything that they need to be successful. Um, whether that's through school, if they need more help, um, you know, with tutoring, I make sure they get those services. Um, luckily, I work with, you know, with my case now, I work with a great foster family that's really doing a lot for their kids. But there are unfortunately sometimes foster families that are so overwhelmed themselves with up to six kids that they can't do everything for all of them and they need help and they need resources. So, um, you know, that is that's uh, one of the nonprofits that I donate my time to. Um, uh, scrolling along the bottom is the link to donate to CASA, please, um, you know, if you have the opportunity uh, to volunteer, it's a great program. It's not for everyone. It's an intensive, um, it's online training, but it is pretty intensive because you have right. to learn about everything that they're going through. But um, if you have the time to give to these kids, they need so many. And in my county, in Bear County, in Texas, there's over 5,000 cases a year.
2: And there's nowhere
1: near that many CASA supporters to to be able to work with these kids. So, um, you know, if you have that time and are, you know, able to please donate or give some time to the kids. So, um, you know, as we go through, like I said, we're going to talk about more nonprofits. We're going to talk about the tailgate caravan. We're going to talk about NAMI. (laughs) And we're going to talk about the the nonprofits that the band works with. Reverb. I'm doing headcount um you know it's a great way to volunteer and get a free ticket to the show you know generally, it, exactly lawn, but you know right. i'll take lawn i'm actually going to see the dead in noblesville uh indiana unfortunately my road trip didn't cross paths with uh deer creek at the right time for dave but i did get my son is uh 13 now he him and i are going to be working the dead for head count so i'm excited oh, that's to be able amazing to do that. i
0: yeah, didn't know so. you were doing head count that's really cool Right and and reverb we all see reverb at the shows every year, I mean yep. amazing with them water bottles. I don't mind paying the donation fee to bring that water bottle to every show. It dude, I would $5. pay more.
1: I would pay more though if they were to give us like those kinds that like really keep the water cold. Right, I, dude, I'd pay, I'd pay like forty bucks for that if it had. Exactly. And it was like one of those really nice ones. I, yeah. Those things are awesome. Like I said, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate.
0: (laughs) Better than that liquid. What was that? That liquid liquid metal? Like (laughs) no, liquid death. death. Liquid death. I just
1: take take that and I pour it into the (laughs) reverb bottles because the reverb (laughs) the reverb water is hot. Like somebody needs to solve that problem. The reverb water is hot. The venues aren't allowed to give you ice. So instead I just go and buy like six cans of liquid death. And then I, then I get to pretend like I'm drinking.
0: So, Lori, right, let's move into our next topic. Heather, actually, this is your segment here that you want to feature.
1: Yeah. So um, I am actually, uh, if you can see, this beautiful background behind me. This is not my home. I wish it was <laughs> gorgeous. I'm in the middle of nowhere here. Let me, let me show you here. I can, uh, oops, wrong one. Oh, I thought I could switch it, but it's not going to let me. So... Um, you know, I am about an hour outside of Nashville right now. I'm going to be taking a cross-country trip. I am taking my East Coast half right now. Since I live in Texas, I'm kind of like, I got to go one way and come back and then go the other way and come back, which is like hell on gas. But um, so I'm, I'm headed out to the East Coast. I'm going to go up to the Toronto show with my son for his first Dave Matthews fan show. We got pit tickets through, through uh, the warehouse. so I'm super excited about that. But anyway, I'm an hour outside of Tennessee. And part of the thing uh, that we wanted to do is wherever I'm traveling, I will be the travel correspondent and we will discuss um, some of the Dave shows or the venue, um, you know, whatever may have occurred either now or in the past at these venues. So um, I have some pictures too that we're gonna take a look at because the Bridgestone Arena, man, that is beautiful.
2: I don't know what the big old,
1: I don't know what the big radio tower is for. It's like old school, but you know, like, like old school in the fifties when you would see those things, but, but it's a beautiful venue. Um, you know, honestly, so their first show in Tennessee was on June 1st, 1992 in Memphis, which I just came through Memphis. It is beautiful. Um, crossing that Mississippi and you see the big bass pro shops. If you haven't been there, man, that thing is gorgeous. I was like, what is this? So, um, the full band has returned to the state of Tennessee 48 times since 1992. Right. Um they're not stopping here in 2022, which is interesting. That's um, would, as, so far, so far, I mean, you know, maybe we'll get some Bridgestone is an inside arena. So, you know, maybe we'll get a fall tour. Fingers, fingers crossed, guys. Um, So their last stop here was during the Pilgrimage Festival late September of 2021 in Franklin, Tennessee. But today I wanna feature their Nashville shows since I'm here on my first cross country stop. From the Cannery, a ballroom and live music venue seating about a thousand fans to the Bridgestone Arena, home of the Nashville Predators hockey team and seating almost 20,000 fans. The boys wow. have brought their jams to the fans deep in the country heartland for over thirty years now. Mm-hmm. With over fifteen thousand Facebook reviews, this venue rates at a four point eight out of five stars, which is pretty awesome for fifteen thousand reviews. Not really. too shabby. Right. Highlights from other artists performing here, such as Poison, Journey, Maroon Five, Modest Mouse, and don't even don't forget. They house Bama's win over LSU in the SEC 2021 basketball tournament. Roll Tide.
0: (laughs) Many Yelp reviews here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Many Yelp reviews state that there isn't a bad seat in the house. The sound is loud. The seating is comfortable, which is, you know, I really don't care about the seating because I don't sit down. But anyway, right. um, also noteworthy for anyone that may want to attend a show here at some point. The venue's very well laid out. Large concourses to prevent bottlenecking. Good signage to help you navigate clean bathrooms. Always a plus. Um, <laughs> I know I hope to be able to see the band here one day, maybe 2023. We'll see them back in the heart of Music City, USA. Fingers crossed. As the Nashville Predators fans would say, welcome to Smashville.
0: (laughs) And also, I just want to take a real quick moment to uh, let you guys know if you guys can follow us. The number 41 podcast is part of the unity podcast network. If everybody can go follow UPN on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. YouTube, and at unity podcast network for updates and show reminders and what's coming every week. Definitely give us a check and like and share. Awesome.
1: So now we're gonna get into the number 41 podcast special giveaway. So if you paid attention to our page,
0: we asked
1: for pictures of fans with the band and we counted Rob, obviously he's an honorary member. Of course, Um, he's
0: automatically included. And I think this was awesome. We (laughs) definitely had some really amazing pictures.
1: Yeah, for uh, sure everybody everybody um is entered into this drawing we're gonna do the drawing live here frank is gonna um help us produce that part of the show but we've got everybody's name on here that threw up some pictures um if i put your picture up uh austin williamson this is for you you are on there (laughs) yeah Austin. you sent me your picture and i just threw it up there so um just so everyone knows because i am traveling and i am a ding dong i forgot to pack my swag bag that i was going to mail out but um as soon as i get back home after the july 4th weekend i promise you're going to love this swag bag it's more than just swag i promise you're going to love it so thank you for supporting us thank you for sharing your pictures frankie yes take definitely. it away thank you everyone.
2: There, uh, all right all right we're going to go over and spin the wheel here and uh here we go mm-hmm.
0: Austin, ah, the so nice. Austin, Austin, Congratulations. Austin, you have won. Heather Austin will be Williamson. in contact with you to arrange I when she will to actually just it give
1: it to you in Denver. Um, oh, yeah, that's you know. where you are linking <laughs> up
0: with him. Exactly. I
1: am. And, and actually, he's going to, so Austin Williamson and the, uh, oh my God, I just forgot it. Storytellers and the Storytellers. <laughs> thank you. So yes! Austin Williamson is going to be on our show uh, during the Denver show. I will be there crashing on my brother's couch. So him and my brother are going to put on a very special presentation for us. We're I excited. think you're all going to love it. Um, right. I know I love it when they play together. Austin with his bongos. My brother My brother plays guitar. Um, Austin also has a wonderful voice, so he'll be singing. Um, but yeah, it'll be a good, good time.
0: So I can't right. wait for that all right so i think that's it yeah and i mean what can we expect each show i mean what do you think uh a good I good mean, time a good good time obviously <laughs> but we would like to definitely hear from the fans as well whoever's watching every week write in ask questions definitely get, ask us our thoughts on different songs and different shows we really want to hear some feedback from fans as well, and want to give it the whole fan experience on this band. So, and we
1: are going to be including some fans around the way while I'm on my tour. Um, exactly. I have a few special fans from, let's see, the Tailgate Caravan and So Damn Lucky Crew. You'll be talking to So Damn Lucky Crew up in SPAC, right? Mm-hmm. And then Tailgate Caravan during Camden, which I unfortunately have to miss because I am going to the opposite coast. And I will be going um, over to the Gorge. We will definitely have some fans there um, that'll meet with us that Sunday after the Gorge. And Denver, like I said, my brother, Austin, um, you know, we we want to feature the fans in this podcast with us. It's really important to us because, you know, this fan, it, it's more than fans, it's family. I've always felt that way. You exactly. Know, I, I met somebody in Camden one time and they went on a cross country trip with me when I moved to Texas and then I flew her back home. And she's awesome. Kat, I love you, girl. Um, we need another road trip soon. But you know, <laughs> that's, the kind of fans, that's, that's the kind of friends that we have here. Like you meet one time or you met on Facebook and then you right. meet, it's I like mean, it, it's amazing. And the things that, you know, these this fan base does, um, you know, as far as giving back to their communities It blows my mind, all the things that we're involved with. And we want to bring that to light. We want to bring your businesses to light. We want to bring your bands to light. Exactly. Um, You know, we want to highlight the fandom uh, as it is right now so exactly. it, it's going to be really important to us to, to include all of you so if you're interested also reach out to us through facebook messenger we can certainly talk about what you you know what what business or what nonprofit that you want to talk about and when you know we can schedule you on the podcast so um, exactly. definitely reach Absolutely. out to us there
2: real quick if i may samantha coburn um She's a host, co-host of Two Ghouls Podcast, uh, a friend of mine who I've gotten to, I follow their show. Just want to give her a plug, quick plug. She was watching her show. Oh, uh, yeah, thank two, you, Samantha. Two Ghouls Samantha. Podcast, really good stuff.
0: Right, Thanks for awesome. uh, joining us, Samantha. And also, like I said, like as what Heather saying, we definitely want to feature a lot of you guys. This is a fan-based podcast. We are two fans who love, love this fan. And we literally sit there and talk about it all the time, especially like our road trip last year. Last year, me and Heather did a lot of shows together. This year, we didn't get to cross over with each other, but this gives us an experience to still kind of be with each other. And she's going to give us a really cool feature every week. She's going to literally be in the height of things and possibly maybe do some surprise live shows in the future. from.
2: You never know, you
0: never know. <laughs> so, and we just want to really say thank you to everybody giving us this opportunity. Thank you, Unity Podcast Network for bringing this opportunity, both me and Heather. We are very passionate about this band and the love of it. So awesome. And next
1: mm-hmm. week, I am going to be. In Fairfax, in Bristow. So that's where I'm originally from. My family lives in Fairfax. So um, I will be featuring my family next week a little bit. You'll get to meet <laughs> moms and my brother and my aunt. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna talk about how this family is really brought together through Dave and, and why we why we plan our tours together with Dave. And when we're sad, we just go to Dave and meet up and, and have a good, good time. In fact, on the road trip last year. So first of all, we we were only doing Raleigh, right? And then I was like, why are we only doing Raleigh? You know Charlotte's like that way, right? Like right. what what are we doing? So <laughs> we went to Charlotte and on the way to Charlotte, my friend calls and goes, <laughs> hey, do you know anybody that wants pit tickets to Atlanta? I can't go this year. And I was like, all right, give me five minutes. So I text my brother and I'm like, if I give you a pit ticket to Atlanta, what are the chances that you can hop a flight on Tuesday? He sent me back the screenshot of the tickets and was like, <laughs> I already booked it. Do you have this? Is it real? And then and he sent me the screenshot of what he said to his girlfriend. And he, he tells her after you know, <laughs> he books the flight and goes, so I did a thing. Uh, well, actually, Heather did a thing. And her response was, so which Dave show are you guys going to? And we ended up in the pit <laughs> on the rail. I that know. Poster. That was a great show. But yeah, so we're going to we're going to bring it to my family um, next week. And, and we're going to be talking about, you know, the Bristow show. Uh, what is it? Uh, Ohio is before Bristow on Friday night. So that'll be the Sirius XM show. Um, and we'll talk about the Bristow venue. There's a lot that's happened at Bristow. Obviously, we know, Br- um, you know, when we were still Yeah, I know. Oh, what's even worse? Do you remember the Bristow monsoon where all of the cars were drowned? Yeah, I was there. I got shut out at the gate wearing a white shirt, getting hailed on, walking back to my car, beeping the horn, trying to figure out where the hell my car was because I couldn't see anything. That was the worst operation ever. They had people that got dropped off by Ubers clinging to the warehouse poles of the test
0: with Horrible. lightning
1: going off like you're gonna kill that these was... people just let them in like and then right. when they let us in they didn't even scan our tickets so you could have just done this from the very beginning instead right. of locking me out and making me go and find my car and then all those people that came out and had to to get their cars towed i mean that, that was, was what a nightmare
0: that was all my mom's first show. <laughs> oh. that was my mom's first Dave show i said to her, uh, I was able to grab tickets from a friend and <laughs> they were inside. So I said, mom, you want to go on a road trip? Thank early? God. We At least you were covered. I didn't. Yeah, but it was scary. It was definitely scary. It was interesting, but we'll definitely talk more about that. We'll talk more about our experience, especially like bad weather uh, shows as uh, more episodes come out every week. But we just honestly want to say thanks again for joining us this week on the number one forty uh, that number forty one podcast don't mind me the
1: number one forty one show <laughs> we
0: the are an affiliate one. we are an affiliate of the Unity Podcast Network make sure you like and follow UPN again on Facebook Twitter Instagram and YouTube for all the latest shows and events coming up uh we hope you all we hope to see all of you again next week uh when like Heather just said when Heather will be in Bristow, Virginia uh, with a family affair. Literally, uh, Heather and family take on Bristow uh, venue. And uh, that's it. And until then, we just want to say eat, drink, and be merry. And be merry. And we hope to see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.